when we pop on the screen, I realize how big my damn head is. It's like, um, like six fingers up in a joint. Hey, there's everybody. A, there's a reason Welcome why back. we call you Domer. We're live. I can't say what I want to say. Hey, everybody. This is the Battle <laughs> Bros Podcast. Welcome back. It's Friday night, 9 o'clock, Eastern Standard Time. Um, if you're joining us for the first time, hey, great to have you with us and great for to join us. If you're coming back, glad you came back and checked it out again. That's awesome. Um, this is Battle Bros Podcast with Mac and Alamo. I'm Mac. This guy, Mr. Wise-Ass over here, that's Alamo. Um, he's usually the, my foil when it comes to uh, cutting me down comedically, and he's usually right, so it's kind of <laughs> a love-hate relationship. So Pretty much. Yeah. So, um, For those of you that have been on our show, we do this show every week. Um, usually without fail, there's been some times where we've had to take some sabbaticals and breaks here and there, but um, yeah, this is what we do. Um, we are a veteran lifestyle podcast. Um, veteran culture, veteran life, call it what you want to call it. It is what it is. But yeah, we just talk about all kind of fun stuff, serious stuff as well that um, are related to the veteran community. Hold on, closing all my tabs out here so my computer's not running uber slow. But uh, yeah, so um, if you've caught us the last couple of weeks, um, we did a show three weeks ago. We talked about burnout. The week after that, we talked about uh, mindset, which is a pretty good one. And then last week, we did um, uh, the third installment of our VIP series, which is a veteran interview panel. Uh, we are going to be doing another installment of that in just a minute, but we're going to try to get you caught up on what's going on. Installment number four. Thank you. But uh, yeah, if you folks um, didn't catch any of the social media, we did this really awesome event with uh, our collaboratory sister channel. Uh, flip side I would say movies. so. Yeah. We, we do collabs with them before. We've done a couple of collabs with them, which has been pretty fun. Uh, Flipside Mentorship. Uh, if you get a chance, check it out on YouTube and on Facebook. They are an awesome channel. They have a great message, and it's super cool. And we always end up having a blast going out there working with um, Tisha and the folks that do that. So, again, Tisha, thank you so much for having us be a part of that. That was wonderful. Um, I don't blame you for it being so hot. Because it was hot. It was, it was a. It was a nice uh, sweltering Saturday, is what it was. But you, you take that event being in Orlando. <laughs> you take that chance being in Orlando in the middle of the freaking state where there's no Gulf breeze. So. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So there's that. But um, yeah. How you been, bro? I've been freaking outstanding, man. Uh, I luckily because I'm still. You know, from time to time doing squats, I have not scratched my butt off like some people. Um, I didn't scratch my butt off. I've had my, I've, I've had my, I got my ass chewed out so many times that it's just not there anymore. Okay. I can't even hear because I just hear whistling from your mouth and your nose. Oh, Jesus. That's all I hear. <laughs> It's oh, amazing. Oh god. Uh, it's amazing. Yeah. So um <laughs> anyways, sorry. I had to. Yeah. Um yeah. But um that's, that's yeah. That. So installment number uh installment number four. Eh? 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 Yeah. Well, we ready to kick that off? Yeah, yeah, I think uh so um this is a individual that I have gotten the honor to actually get to know um really cool peoples um 
and uh, I'll you know kind of let her do her thing and kind of explain her background on on her uh, on her uh, on her term of service and everything else. Um, uh, Mako, you, you got a chance to actually meet her this Saturday yeah, at the flip side I'm, event. I met I met um, this wonderful person uh, last weekend when we did our event with Flipside Mentorship when we did our Battle Bodies event. Um, she was one of our, uh, team coaches. So there was you, me, and there was this young lady, um, Melissa, who we're going to meet here in a minute. And, um, it was a cool event. Like it was, it was awesome. Like we actually had a bunch of kids that we took around and we did GPS points all over yes. the botanical gardens we were at. And they would get there and they'd have to stamp. It's, so it's kind of, we kind of sort of based this on, it was, it's called yeah. geocaching. I believe you mm -hmm. called it. Yeah. We based, sort of. we based it on geocaching the... The issue we had when trying to actually find the locations was that the location that we did the event at, unfortunately, had way too many of them in close proximity. So we kind of had to adjust fire a little bit there. We, so. we did. We had to adjust fire. So we kind of take we kind of took what we did and adjusted and just kind of put points on a map for us using the uh, uh, Bella. The, the U.S. Oh, blah, blah. Hey, hey, Cynthia. Hi. Yeah. Yeah, I already. <laughs> Hi. Um, I forgot to have that up. My bad. Yeah. We, uh, we did it via an app that uses essentially military style type maps. And yeah. It's it's a really cool app that uses um, it uses like the military grid reference system, the MGRS or the it's all called UTM. But it's basically what the app is called. And anyway, you can just go in there and figure out where you're at. And it'll just put a pin on it, and you can drop it, and you can navigate to all these different points. It's really cool, and yeah. it was it was clutch because we tried to get a military map made of this area, and that was problematic because of the fact that it was expensive, and it probably should have been done a little while ago instead of like you know. Yeah. We, we 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 made it work though. We dropped the ball. So we did. Sorry. Anyway, but it worked out. Everything was great. But anyway, back to what we were saying. Um, yeah. Melissa here was one of our team coaches. Um, we had the kids broken up um, into three different groups. We're supposed to be four, but there were two groups that were smaller. So, yeah. Hey. <laughs> um, but, um, but, yeah, so uh, the two – the other gentleman that was there, me and him combined, and we just had a bunch of the kids together, and it was it was fun. You know, they kind of walked around, and got them out in the nature and stuff, and you know, I know this guy over here was trying to catch and get a picture of all the monarch butterflies flying around. It's like, there's one right there. Hold still. Ah, it's pretty, it's pretty funny. I'm like, when did you become such a bug nerd? But uh, it's <laughs> well, all good. It's mainly the cardinals that I was after. Ah, yes, little red bastards. <laughs> <laughs> But red bastards, like sound like some metaphor words. Red bastards. Oh my god. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. So, what do you 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 ready to bring her on, dude? Let's do it, man. Let's fucking do it. Damn it. We'll do it live. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you will welcome Melissa to our show, she's our interview for VIP number four. That's We're right. Get her on and uh, three. Give her the old, give two, her the old Battle Bros welcome. One. Hi. <laughs> hey, hey. Can you hear me? Absolutely. Yes, we can. Perfect. Good stuff. Oh my gosh. My son was doing this and I was like, please, they have to hear me. Just work. <laughs> Just work. Yes. So you guys Melissa, are how... so funny. 
Yeah, we try. You know, <laughs> there's a chance for us to just be. This is this Ourselves. is kind of the yeah. This is the part of the week where I don't have to be <laughs> professional. I can just go and be myself. And just you yeah. did forget to mention that um, team navy blue Neptune. Um, dang it! What was the name she came up with? Neptune dragons. I think it was. I think it was we were the dragons. Neptune, Neptune dragons. dragons. Neptune dragons. Yeah. Yeah, which is really funny because I'm a Navy girl. So, um, yeah, we came in second. That was awesome. I had all the little kids, so I came in last, but I knew I wasn't going to win. So it's like, I win. Uh, but then again, I was going against Manny too, and we all know he's very athletic. Number one. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it was actually number one right there. Oh, <laughs> Wait, is that allowed? <laughs> Oh yeah, a little bit. Oh yeah. Oh. So we kind of we've kind of established so we've kind of established with this channel that like you know, it's a veteran lifestyle channel. Yeah. So like we're gonna get away. We just we stay away. We don't get too far into the political stuff. It's gonna get brought yeah. up. But also, if yeah. you got some salty language, oh okay, well, you know, bring it, bring it, bring it, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, everybody compares it to a sailor's mouth. That is absolutely true. <laughs> this is already getting off to a good start. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, Got Melissa, before we... the sailor. Jeez. It's like, uh, mm -hmm. just thank you. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to... You don't... Because nobody, nobody says you swear like a coastie. No. no. Nobody says that. So, no. Melissa, before we get started, thank you so much for uh, taking the time and agreeing to be on our show. We greatly absolutely. appreciate it. Um, My pleasure. Oh crap! You can actually see the sides of my backdrop over here. <laughs> it's like, oh, no. I know. Uh, I was wondering what was going on over there. I thought I was going to see a Buddha. I, I didn't no. know what to expect. That's so okay. My my office is normally when I see a gold yeah. backdrop when I get my nails done. There's a Buddha, and there's an apple in front of the Buddha, and that's when I see a gold backdrop. So. I just got reminded of Angela Johnson, the comedian. Do you want some more gel for your nail? <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> so good. Do you want some more gel for your nail? You don't have boyfriend? That's because you have no gel on your nail. Angela Johnson. <laughs> if you haven't seen Angela Johnson stand up, folks, oh yeah. It you're you're doing yourself a disservice. Like it oh, is okay, honey. You don't get you didn't get your nail done. You you gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not get too far in the weeds. I mean, we haven't even started this thing yet. Yeah, so. I know, I know. Sorry. We got to get to questions. All right. So we're just going to jump right into this, Mel. So um, so we already kind of figured out the name part. So, yeah, your name is Mel. Hi. Hi. Um, where are you from originally? Where were you born? Where did you grow up? All that good stuff. So I was born in Amityville, New York. Okay. Same time frame as the Amityville Horror. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's a real. That's a true story. So I was born in '76, so I'm pretty old. Um, the the, the, the fails. I, mm. Can I agree to disagree on that? <clears throat> well, considering I'm older than you, I don't know if you really can disagree. I mean, I got all this gray coming in right here, like the silver-headed gorilla over here. So, oh, good. That has nothing to do with age. That has to do with wisdom. There you go. Man, if I had a chick like this, man, I'd rule the damn world. It'd be awesome. Yeah. And I admit I'm wrong at least twice a day. Anyway. Awesome. Um, I went from Amityville 
and then my parents got, I guess they got scared. Um, and then they moved into the Bronx. <laughs> which you is don't say. Got scared of Amity Girl. Scarier, I think. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Just a little bit. So I moved to the Bronx, and then. So okay, let me they... interrupt because you know me being me being the non <laughs> Cynthia, I'm older. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, what was that? What was that damn? Oh God, the Stephen Lynch song. Never mind. I'll I'll, I'll think of it later. Anyway, um, you far. I mean, wait, what? No, wrong one. Explain the whole mentality, like especially when you're from the city. Just the, the borough. Like I know both of you guys are from the Bronx. So like you got the Bronx, you got BK, you got Brooklyn, all that stuff. Like what is it? It's like it's not even a location. It's just like social group identity. Explain that to me as best you can to somebody who's not from the city. And go. It's just a its own way of life. I mean I don't even know where to begin. It is it's Nothing compares to it. I don't care what city you're from, Chicago, different boroughs in New York. It's their own. It's like its own state. Yeah, I agree with that. Okay. And it's like you say, if like you meet somebody else that's from the Bronx, you're like, okay, so you know. Yeah, we have <laughs> yeah, our own yeah, dialect. Yeah. We have our own lingo. Yeah. We have our own vernacular in syntax for example for example oh there's boy. a there's a street in the Bronx. Good. There's, a, there's a street in the bronx called as less new yorky folk would call it knickerbocker no 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 in the bronx we call that knickerbocker okay. it's not knickerbocker it's knickerbocker there's there's no er's everything is an no. a yeah <laughs> <laughs> so we don't, we just don't okay. know how to pronounce pretty yeah. much. We just, just <laughs> flow. Much. It's just so fast-paced that we just decided to cut the ER and just put an A at the end. Pretty much. And that's something I hear a lot of people that are either have lived in the city or are from the city and grew up there or whatnot. They come down to somewhere like this, and they're just like, why is it so slow here? It's ridiculous. I have to slow down. Time. Yeah. I, I can't tell you how many times I was asked to repeat myself. <laughs> as far as saying, is that Spanish? Oh, Lord. Is that Spanish? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oopsie. Yeah. I can't okay. believe that. So, okay, so you were in the city for how long? You grew When did you move? I was. To, you, when you were young, you moved to the city when you were right. young? Right. I was like, okay. I don't know, two. Okay. And then they moved me out when I was 12. And then I went to Long Island. Ah, <laughs> Long Island. Okay. My, yeah, my, which is my, its own state. Yes. My grand, my grandmother on my dad's side was from Montauk. Mm -hmm. She grew up That's out there. That's the southest point. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'm a, I'm a little familiar with that. So, yeah. So, when you, what, how would you how would you describe yourself when you were a kid, Mel? Would you what were you like? Were you kind of you know were you before me? Were you outdoorsy? It's like, a whole you, world in the city. Yeah, I saw that. No doubt. Okay. Everyone thought I was going to be a lawyer. I always interrogated. I always asked a lot of questions. Um, when I was seven, 
I that makes a lot down. of sense now that I've met you last weekend. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> oh, we could do this, right? <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> She's good, folks. She's good. She's made. She's good. She's good. Absolutely. Um, awesome. When Indeed. I was seven years old, I grabbed a clipboard and I went up and down my street, which here, the street is nothing. There's like 20 streets compared to one street in New York. Yeah. So I lived in a pretty decent street at the time before it got all crazy but there was drug dealers that moved in all the way up the block on the right hand side i lived on the left hand side they lived on the right i had a petition going signing having everyone in the neighborhood sign to get rid of them and at you were seven. how old at the time seven. seven wow we have drug dealers now they need to get out of our neighborhood can you please sign this petition so i can give it to whoever i need to give it to to get them out that was me Cynthia said Long Island is a whole different animal. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> Long Island's not in the city, though. No. No. It's, no, it's, no, no, no. It's literally its own island. Right. Hence uh -huh. Long Island. Right. So what are, what are the boroughs you got? Bronx, Brooklyn, Manhattan. Bronx, Brooklyn, Manhattan, Manhattan, Queens, Queens, and Staten Island. So Long, Long Island isn't technically a borough. It's no. just no. to the side. Okay. It's just, yeah, just it's to the side, just... surrounded by water. Bronx. So you got Bronx, Brooklyn, Queens, Manhattan, and Staten, Staten Island. Island. Okay. And you guys are both familiar with Nickabaca Street. Nickabaca Street. <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning the lingo here. It's fantastic. All right. So, yeah, okay. That kind of gives me some more information. Now that I've met you from last week about <laughs> that stuff. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Petition. Hi. He's selling drug cookies. No, I've got a petition to get these deadbeat sons of bitches out of here. Will you sign? That was me. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay, so next next question I have for you. So um when was the first time you considered joining the military? We had recruiters going to the high schools. Okay. And they offered, you know, the GI Bill. The world, yeah. Um, they told, well, the recruiter I had was kind of shady. <laughs> a shady recruiter? Oh, hmm. shit. So you mean the officers are political? <gasps> yeah, like, if I tell you what I did, I probably will get in trouble. So I'm not going to bring it up today. I'll tell you some other time. But anyway, she was very shady. And, um, you know, I saw the car that she had. You know, she was only a few years older than me, so I thought, oh, that's going to be me. And then I was like, mm, I don't know. I don't want to fight in a war. Let me pump the I don't want to wanna get killed. <laughs> so I was like, I still have my whole life to live. I'm, I'm only 18. So then I decided to go to college. So if you were born in 76, you were probably in high school. You probably graduated about 96, 94. Four. 94. Okay. 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 Thanks, yeah. giving me, you know, making me a little younger. Um, yeah, I graduated in 94. That's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very, very flattering, very flattering. Um, so you would have joined So anyway, during, I joined. Yeah, you would have right joined after during. The storm. Right after the storm. So that's when everybody's kind of drawing down and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Just giving it some context here. So please continue. No. Sorry. In case you're wondering what we're talking about, folks, for those of you guys that um, are not military or veterans or whatever when we say the storm we mean desert storm 
And one of the big things that happened after the conclusion of Desert Storm was there was a big drawdown in the military. Like we were actually talking about this. Yeah. What well, we were talking about this last last week when I was at your yeah, place there, with Chuck. Was, yeah. With Chuck, you know. So there, after Desert Storm ended, like in the Army, we went from twenty four active duty divisions down to ten, yes. which is a significant amount of drawdown. That's People just saying, "Hey, thanks." Cut. Yeah. Which, did you hear they're actually standing up a new division? They're standing oh. up. So, so um, Army Alaska is going to become the 11th Airborne Division. So they're going to change all of that. That makes so sense. The, yeah. Because there the, there, there's an Airborne unit up there when I was in basic, and they were going to send me out there initially when I was going to Airborne school. But once they took it from me, I didn't go there. So Right. So it, it, I think it was a 4th Brigade of uh, – 25th ID is up there because it has it's tropic lightning with the airborne tab on it, but so they're going to change that and it's going to be the 11th airborne and whatnot. So anyway, uh, oh snap, you froze there, dude. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Oh snap, and then he froze. Yeah, so, at least right. it wasn't with like a bad face. And, like. Hey. <laughs> exactly. So we'll just continue on. He'll jump back in in a minute. So. We've had this happen before where the power cut out. So, okay. So, oh, yeah. So, you had a, a recruiter. Now, was this a Navy recruiter or was it another? It branch? was a Navy recruiter. And okay. that was the other thing. It was like, okay, she was, you know, trying to, you know, you're in the Navy, you're not in the front line. She was telling me about the different jobs they offer. It just depends how well you do on the ASVAB, is what she told me. Yeah. She's like, you're, you're pretty bright. I'm sure you're going to be, you can pick whatever you want to do. So she's just telling me everything I want to hear. Well, at that she's point. Loading you up and loading you up. You're just like, yeah. And then you're just yeah. like. Yeah. So then okay. I, I, I kept in contact with her. She didn't, right. she didn't give up on me, but I started a semester of college while I was okay. partying. So I didn't want to go back and tell my dad that the community college that he paid three grand for me to go for that semester. Yeah. He lost all his money cause I flunked out. So what I did was Oops. I got on the bus and I went to, why am I drawing a blank? Cause you're, I'm asking uh, about it. That's what happens all the time. I went to Great Lakes. where you get. No, I went to where you go to get oh, uh, maps. sworn in. Uh, maps. maps. I went to maps. Yeah. So I had different people coming, and I saw more girls than guys. And I was like, "Oh, okay, I'm gonna be all right," you know, because of course I don't want to die. So <laughs> this was my thought process. So um, I was 18. Um, I gotcha. Yeah. So I go to maps. I do fine. I take the ASVAB. I take the ASVAB and I get Corman. That's how well I did on my ASVAB. So I'm like, great. I'll work in the hospital. I love helping people. I'll do it. So, and that I, so from judging from that statement, like that's something you have to score like a pretty well score on to get that job rating in the Navy. Correct. I, I, I think it's, it can be below a 55 or something like that. I don't, I don't remember, but, um, so I picked that. Well, at that time, they had enough corpsmen going in, so I had to wait, which was fine because I got sworn in, I think, in February, mm -hmm. April, the day after Easter in 1995. I told my dad I flunked, but I joined the Navy, and I'm leaving tomorrow. Okay. I could, yeah. Like, 
Just so you know, there's not a damn thing you can do about it. <laughs> right. Right. So smart. I said what I needed to say, and I, and I looked at him, and I was like, I swore in that I can't. This is government. I got to go. You yeah. sure? You thought about it? He had no idea that I was even thinking about it. So. See, this is like literally dropping an anvil in his lap. Like, hey. Yeah. He's like, where okay, are you so going? And I was like, where do all New Yorkers go? Great Lakes. Because, you know, depending on what state you're from is what boot camp you go to. Right. So Great Lakes is in Illinois. And I went in April. So it wasn't freezing. Good call. Yeah. And um, so what else did yeah. they have besides because I only ever knew of Great Lakes. Where do you go besides that? There's one in Orlando. They actually had one in Jacksonville that they closed down. Jacksonville. Okay. And they have one in San Diego. So, okay, San Diego. So that's for folks like in the western part of the country. I would Coast, imagine. right. Mm -hmm. okay. Gotcha. So let me ask you this, Mel. Did you want to do Corman? Did you have another job in mind that you were looking at? Or was it pretty much like that's what you had your mindset on? You got it. You're like, hell yeah, let's do this. Yeah. The way that she said the things that I would be doing, what I would be learning, um, that uh, she never mentioned how hard C-School was going to be, though, good Lord Jesus. But I was very interested in the helping people. Sure. And I knew that I was the type of person to ask enough questions, and if I was really interested, I'd catch on and I'd do fine. So I was very comfortable at 18 going to the medical field. Okay. Um, so you left in April of 95. Mm hmm Okay, so how long was boot camp? Eight, nine weeks? Boot camp was 10 weeks. Nine okay. weeks, ten weeks. Now, okay. in boot camp, every two weeks you get a test. And if you fail the test twice, you get put back two weeks. So I had girls. Oh, hi! <laughs> Damn I'm glad you find me interesting enough to come back. <laughs> lightning. Again? Um, Dude, any any that's happened before, Mel. Like he got the house yeah, got struck time. by lightning I'm or something. I'm surprised mine like, didn't. We're like twenty minutes away from each other, so oh, I'm surprised right. mine yeah, didn't do right. it either. Nah. I'm in Tampa. Uh, it rained earlier. Uh, no problem. Uh, uh, anyway. That so we is were the just city of weirdos. Oh yeah. <laughs> I know a I knew an Uber driver who had stories galore about Tampa people. Hi. <laughs> I'm that guy. <laughs> They're not so, weird. They're um, just they're just um, abstract and entertaining. Yes, that's a polite way of let's, saying it. Just so yes, you know, yeah, absolutely. Let's not let's not typecast yeah. all those people because some of them are funny, some of them are weird, some of them are just like the fuck. So, yeah. <laughs> all right, some so, of them are all three. Yeah, you're not lying. <laughs> okay, so you left in '93. So boot camp was ten weeks, and that's something I found interesting about, like you know, in the army. It's not the same thing, especially, you know, because in the Navy, you're more you're more identified as your rate. You know, like, you know, here in the Army, it's like you're a sergeant. OK, whereas you are a hospitalman. E3. Yeah, you're you're like a hospitalman third class. You know, that rate and rank and stuff is kind of all combined together. So there's a lot Correct. more there's a lot more technical aptitude that is, you know, raised and, you know, encouraged to, to flourish and grow and all that kind of stuff. So I always thought that was kind of interesting. So, um, okay. So you, you kind of 
went into the corman field so how long was your uh your like ait what do they call it in the navy like when you go to your job specific training c school c school okay mm-hmm. how so long we have that we have a school and c school okay no i'm confused I got married in the military, and my husband was a pharmacy tech. So that's more of a specialty off of hospitalmen. So he went to C school. I went to A school. A school. That's what it's called. Okay. So you have boot, and then you have A school. A school. Okay. So how long was your A school when you were in the Navy? I imagine, Corman, it's, it's, it's a while. It was about the same time. About 10 weeks? Oh. hmm Okay. Wow. Okay. That's not bad. Maybe 12. Maybe 12. So, like, three months, give or take. Yeah. It's not a quiz. We're we're just asking general questions here. It's okay. I'm trying to remember. It's terrible. It's so long ago. (laughs) It's all good. Um, But, yeah. So, I went to A school, and A school was in Great Lakes. So, I just went across the street. Um, There you go. (laughs) Oh, but let me get back to boot camp. So, all of a sudden... There's gr- more girls coming out. Mm, we have to go back more. When I got to... Bo- Let's Tarantino this shit. Let's go back. Let's, Let's go do back. it. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm on the bus. I got off the airplane. Everybody's joking. Guys are flirting with girls. Nobody knows what to expect at boot camp. We get on the bus. Everybody's still talking, flirting. As soon as you get off, they are yelling at you. So I felt like... Boot camp was gonna be like kind of like stripes, Bill Murray and stripes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, nice. oh, this is gonna be fun, you know, guys. Meanwhile, in the back of your head, no. you're doing that internet meme. It was at this point they realized, realized they, they fucked, fucked up. up. Mm-hmm. Yes. So not <laughs> I a, only I had a was very I similar experience when I got off the bus. Yeah. But I was the last girl in my division, so every division has eighty girls. So there were girls waiting a week for all of us to, to form into 80 to move on through boot camp. So as people would arrive, they would Whoa. get like the, the next 80 people. Boom. There you go. Send them off. Right. So they would just sit there. So because okay. like you said, after there's a storm, there was kind of a drought. There was girls waiting a week because they were the first one of the division and they're waiting for the 80th girl to show up. So everybody see- knew how to stencil their towels. Everybody knew the routine. I didn't. So I'm trying to figure it out. No one was oh. nice about it because they're already fucking frustrated about working, about waiting a week. Because, you know, nice. you're going to boot camp. You want to hurry up Damn. and get it done. And they ain't trying so to be when your, I new, got your there, new underway buddy or nothing. No. There was nobody trying to make friends. It was like, get with the program, learn your shit, and hurry up. We got to go. So I'm using somebody else's sho- towels or shower because I didn't have mine stenciled. This <laughs> bitch comes up to me and she's ready to punch me. <laughs> You know, she's got one long hair because the barber jacked up her hair when she cut it. I mean, it was a hot mess. I got on the top bunk. Okay. I had a better figure so I could fit on the top bunk. But anyway, crying. <laughs> Happy-go-lucky Melly was crying. What the oh, yeah. fuck did I get myself into? Yeah. That was first uh, day of the camp. So listen, everybody at home. It's not just you. <laughs> We all right. do that shit. Yes, right. I don't know why. I'm, I don't know why I'm popping my head back and forth like I'm from Bronx or something. Like, girl, let me tell you something. Okay, I don't know why mira, I'm doing that. I'm mira este. Getting... I know. Mira, listen. Mira, mira. Oh my gosh, too much. My people's here. This is my tribe. I love it. But okay. funny enough, 
I became um, a section leader. They only okay. picked eight girls to lead. You had ten in each group. So I was, nice. I learned quick, kept my mouth shut, obeyed, did what they said, kept up, and I became a section leader. So, so that, that's a good segue into the, the next question I want to ask you. So um, what kind of expectations and fears did you have? The fears you kind of mentioned just now saying, like, everybody gets off the bus next thing you know, they're yelling at me. I don't know what I'm doing. What I, I just, oh, I messed up. Mm-hmm. What kind of expectations did you have? What fears besides that, you know? Elaborate on that a little bit, if you could. Yeah. So we already went over the fear. The expectation mm-hmm. was um, that I was going to be one. 80 girls. We're going to march together. We're going to learn the same stuff. We're going to get trained on how military people are supposed to be. That was my expectation. Okay. So to transform from this 18-year-old party girl to actually being disciplined leading 10 other girls which by the way there's like 10 shower heads we all have to take a shower at the same time that was very fearful because half of them were gay which hey by all means just don't look at me and they were covering (laughs) themselves and showering in front of each other like sunflowers with the middle portion of the flower and we're all little petals on this one shower head and you guys don't mind that shut up you're gross I'm, I'm detail about the shower. i didn't say nothing I'm sorry. i hate you right now it's like hey guys look okay. eggs over easy okay. and there's no doors there's no doors in the bathroom wait you guys didn't have this you got to take no showers? no we it was something similar like so when when we i went to boot camp in 03 yeah and they had open showers but like when I was up at yeah. Camp Blanding, which is the National Guard training base up in North Florida, you're in old school. Um, they have these like cinder block buildings that were internment barracks for Japanese prisoner, Japanese and German POWs. So you had like one pipe coming off with four heads, and you're sitting there. You're just like you just spent two weeks out in the field with these clowns. And you're just like, oh, that's a nice ceiling right there. Drop your soap. I guess I'm done. Done. And I, yeah, yeah. So you only had four guys to a sh- one shower head. See, to, to, qu- to quote a popular TV show from the 90s, homie don't play that. So when we were in Germany. So you get didn't these- shower. Got it. <laughs> no, no, I showered. But like I would. I, I mean, I, when I first joined, I was very insecure. I was young. And I would just. Yeah. I would just go at a later time, just like let everybody go in there. Cause there, you know, I, I was very shy and reserved and you had all these guys like my platoon, you know, cause you had four platoons in a company and my platoon had all the guys that had like airborne and then Ranger contracts. Cause I was in third platoon Delta two, five, four. So one platoon had like all the airborne only guys. And this was guys that were going to, like all the guys that had airborne and ranger contracts were in this platoon, so they're all like, like cocky sons of bitches just walking around like I'm gonna be a ranger. It's like you ain't made it yet, dude. Like we're in boot camp. You still got to go through the next two schools. So why don't you just calm the fuck down? Yeah, exactly. And slow roll your shit. How about it? So, but, but yeah. So like it, it was just like it was open shower heads. Like you had dividers in between them, but it was just like you had like so many on a wall looking across over here. So you could just turn around and have a conversation. You're just like. 
North of the border. North of the border. North. Of the- yeah. <laughs> You're just because I wasn't an athlete in high school. Like I did ROTC. I did. I did marching band and stuff. Like I didn't play sports at all. So that was kind of a bit. Was a bit of a culture shock for me, but you know. Here's the thing: we, when we were in Germany, we had open showers too. There were no dividers. Um, I, I believe it was <laughs> Cynthia. Men, I just hear the look, the sound of just, <laughs> the, uh, men. Thanks, Cynthia. I appreciate you calling me out <laughs> we, on, on here. The, the showers, the way we had them set up, because I think this was in Grafenvier training. This was in the Grafenvier training area or something. I don't remember exactly where it was, but it was, it was a big freaking room. And like, I picture like this being like, I, I, like, I, I almost pictured it like almost like being like Auschwitz, like how the freaking people were inside there taking showers, like all facing one direction on each side of the wall. It's been like 80 all, years, bro. Too soon. Yeah. Too soon. Too, too soon. <laughs> so anyway, so we all had our wall and like, everybody's just like, and we can see each other, like, and like, we're like Perfect. that far from each other, you know, like Perfect. that far yeah. from, and we're just sitting there, like, yep, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's like, hey, wait a minute, guess what? <laughs> Go. Um. <laughs> <laughs> what did Cynthia say? What did she say about that? She just, <laughs> she just, she just, she didn't say anything. She just went, ugh, men. men. I can just hear the sound of dejection in their voice. <laughs> so you're gonna fun. need to Mel, you're gonna need to go back and uh watch one I think it's like our third episode where we okay. talk so it was when we first joined, I actually talked about this dude named Spy uh Webb. Everybody called him Spidey. I'll just tell the story again. This is a funny story. So this guy, you know, you have you have the whole Barracks Bay, the whole platoon bay, and there's a spot in the middle that nobody walks, it's called the kill zone. That's drill sergeants only that yep. can go there. So when they tell you to toe the line, everybody, you know, the two guys that are in those racks come out, stand in front of the racks, parade rest, all that stuff. So Webb's already in the shower, you know, cleaning his ass and stuff. So Joe Stark comes out, like, who the fuck is in my shower cleaning? Screaming stuff. So he goes to turn the corner, and Webb comes out, and he's got a towel around his waist, and he snaps the parade rest, and the towel falls. And the drill sergeant says, Webb, cover your ass. So he goes to bend over and pick up the towel. He says, I only got to worry about two inches, drill sergeant. And we're all just sitting here at pre rest, just like trying not to <laughs> have our heads explode. I'm just, and drill sergeant just looks up, kind of smirks. He goes, all right, as you were, I'm, about, I'm good. <laughs> he just walked out. We all just were crying. I was like, holy shit. It was amazing. That's crazy. Okay. That's crazy. So, okay. So you ended up being a section leader and stuff. Um, right. You graduated from a school, so like three months later. So if you went in April, ten weeks, so we'll say so it was probably it was about later in the September, year, September, October. Yeah, September. Okay, so it's starting oh, wow. to get chilly. So around fall, yeah, starting uh-huh. to get chilly up there in Great Lakes. Okay, so where was your first duty station? So I was supposed to go to North Carolina. Okay, because. Everyone who did well in A school got to pick, you know, your three spots you want to go. And everyone picked the hospitals, you know. Um, but there was this one guy who was nice enough to let me have Bethesda. Because I knew that at the time, my husband, no, did I marry, no. Yeah, my boyfriend at the time, who became my husband, 
was stationed in Portsmouth, Virginia, in the Naval Hospital there. Okay. So I knew if I got Bethesda, that I would be close enough. So he switched with me, and I got Bethesda, Maryland, which okay. was the National Naval Medical Center in Bethesda, President's Hospital, which is now the Walter Reed National Military Hospital. National so I Military just Medical went back Center, to yeah. D.C., um, to take my son because he wanted to go to D.C. this summer. And I was like, what is going on here? Like, it's 20 years Bethesda. later, it's completely different. <laughs> it's not Bethesda? But the train station says Bethesda National Naval Medical Center. So, yeah. It, it's okay, Melly. My original duty stations changed, too. Like, I used to be at Fort Lewis. Now it's Joint Base Lewis-McChord. So. Yeah. Crazy. Just shows changes, our age, man. bro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so um, yeah. afterwards... I I get and I and I worked pre op post op board. Okay, so, so you're kind of like a pre op tech. Nice. Yeah, and post. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Um, did you end up going on any like um deployments? Like, were you on a ship? On any like? I guess, no. So you were. You we were, were assigned. The hospital was assigned to a ship. So if anything happened, we go leave the hospital. We go in that ship. But I never gotcha. was on a ship and did Corman stuff on a ship, no. I did um I did uh I did get married shortly after mm-hmm. and then I got pregnant right after that. Mm-hmm. So I worked maternity the whole time. And when I served in that hospital, Princess Diana, because they just finished the pediatric wing, Princess Diana came and walked that ward. Oh, that's cool. I didn't get it I didn't get to see her. There was so much security, but she walked that ward. Nice. Cynthia's still sending emojis over here, like just like laughing at us, going, Yep, clowns. <laughs> Damn clowns. <laughs> okay. So, so you um, never yeah. actually were on any type of vessel or ship or anything, just strictly at the hospital? No. Okay. So <clears throat> um, there weren't any deployments at that time, so I can, we can probably not answer that question either. Um, so what kind of accomplishments did you um, have while you were in, you know, did you go to any certain schooling, like follow on schools? Did you go to any like leadership courses or anything like that? Or what are some things that you did that you were kind of proud of? I started college again. Okay. But with the pregnancy, I just, I couldn't. (laughs) And I actually didn't stay in long. I got uh, honorable discharge because at that time, um, they didn't want to work with our schedules. So it would, it would be like I was during the day and he was at night and we wouldn't see each other and we wouldn't see the baby together. So I decided to get out for the, okay. My gotcha. So how long were you in total in the Navy? Three years. Okay. Yeah. It wasn't so, long. So you so, were IR. So then you were IRR for like the next five then, if that's the case, right? Get out mm-hmm. of my head, dude. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> yeah. get ready to ask the same damn question. So, okay, so you you got out and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you get out as? Were you an E three, E four? I was an E three. E three. So you were a seaman. A hospitalman. Hospitalman. Sorry, that's uh, that's it's the okay. generic rate. My bad. Yeah, the designation. Okay, so was it was it a tough transition out of the military? No, because I was stay at home mom because he was still in the military. But he got orders to Key West, so we okay. moved to Key West and stayed on base. Oh, 
That's not too bad. Like... Yeah, except for the smell of mangroves. You like smell of mangrove? Have you smelled them? There's <laughs> mangroves like out here on Gandy Boulevard. I mean, yeah, I'm, I've lived in Tampa my whole life. Like, you drive across Gandy, and I mean, it's, oh there's other God. things that happen so out on the mangroves. It was just Gandy. like, woof, as soon as you. Yeah. No, it was. That's one of the things I remember of Key West. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, um, going back, I went to Fish Memorial in Orange City, which is now something else because they were bought out. Um, and I got the phlebotomy position. And I was going to pursue it and go back to do RN at that point because I really liked working pre-op, post-op. But if you don't have any licensing in the civilian world, they will not let you do anything. So I would have to, even though I had all the experience, I couldn't do anything. And I was administrating medication on the wards. I was responsible for all that, and I couldn't use it. So You see, and that's something else, you know, that's... That's something else I find, you know, interesting too. It's like you have a better chance of having a, a, a career or a job description that's going to carry over into the civilian world, usually in the Navy or the Air Force, just because of the type of technical expertise or whatnot. Yeah, you might have to do some follow on stuff, but it's like, you know, you go to apply for like we were talking and about. And I this really with- couldn't. I couldn't pursue it. Right. Because right as soon as I. Right after I got out, I was in the process of getting divorced. So I was oh. single mom. Oh, jeez. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That makes sense. Okay, so, um, wow, we actually, you kind of took off a lot of the questions in this questionnaire. So I was like, let me just skip that one, skip that one. <laughs> it's okay, it's I don't mind. It's, it's all good. <laughs> okay, so, um, so you are now a single mom. You're divorced. Forced. So, what did you end up going back to school? What did that look like? How hard was that? You know, I was thirty-eight. My okay. daughter was already seventeen. My youngest was eleven, and I just finished this year, so eight years. But I have an associate's in um, health administration. Okay. So anywhere in the hospital, I can do coding. I can do um, anything having to do with paperwork with um, for hospitals and clinics or anything like that. Administrative. So I just administrative stuff, right? I just finished that this year. <clears throat> Congrats! Yay! Yay! Um. So okay, so let me ask you this question. This is kind of a little bit of a curveball. So, what's you know? Um, what would you say that you took from the military that you could apply to your civilian life, career, all that kind of stuff? Discipline. Discipline. I love when I see these stupid-ass people calling out sick. Like, <laughs> we had to be fever on our deathbed to get yeah. to, to, to take off work. Mm-hmm. And I see you got a broken kids. arm? Oh, here's some Motrin. Drink water. Hey, what yep. uh, right. I had the worst flu where I had chills and everything and I still had to go get seen get it approved and then I was able to go home and I see these kids call out and I'm like and multitasking yeah 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 nowadays everybody has anxiety because they can't handle two things at once it's like we were talking last week Alamo with Withers how he was sitting there driving and he had the damn plugger and he's like 
driving, GPS navigating. Like, oh, right there. Go read, read, yeah. go read, the, go read the thing off that disc. Yeah, it's, like, like, it's just old school. You yeah, know, and, it, and it's it's funny, too, because, and Melissa, I think you can really, I, I'm hoping you can kind of, you know, vouch for this statement, but it's like, the longer you, you're out of the military, you can associate with a lot of these old timers that just look at younger people in the military and you're like, you ain't shit. Like I understand. Mm-hmm. And I have a newfound appreciation for the movie Gran Torino with get Eastwood. off my lawn, get off my lawn. Like absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like, you get it. You just like, yeah. Ooh, snap. Like just- I, I, at 24, I had a four year old $2,000 income check and a backpack. And I moved to Florida by myself. She can't even handle making her lunch. This is your daughter? Yeah. Not, not that we're throwing anybody I under the bus. I can't relate to her because she panics over having two or three things to do at once. What? <laughs> is this the young lady that was at the event with us last week? Yes. She's awesome. Yeah. But she can't multitask. <laughs> <laughs> Macho, stop, I baby. love her Come to on. death, but I cannot. And, and it's the military. It's the military that's. Yeah, yeah. You got you got to get good at a lot it, of things. It, it, it makes you it rapidly. makes you kind of zero in and like you're able to multitask because you're focusing on one main thing, but it, it's hard to explain. Like you're focusing on one main thing, but in the back of your mind, you know you got okay. I got to do this, and I got to do this. And I got to do this and this, but I'm focusing on this. And then all of a sudden you just kind of bounce from task to task. And then it all just kind of comes together. And you know what else I notice? What's that? Military, military people have um, just a clearer, more um, disciplined um, uh, way of seeing things. Yeah. Okay. Like I can, I, I don't like to say people are stupid. But my God, <laughs> it's like, I, I'm, who am I around? Like, how do you not see this? How do you so, react like this? How do you handle this way? Like, so it, it's, it's, it's funny you say that. So like, you know, I, I worked in retail for about 10 years um, from, for a while, for a while, you know, yeah. and um, Alamo here worked with me at one of those places and it was great because we had a lot of in, in our kind of like our uh, department our, yeah the island <clears throat> yeah we had, a, we had a lot of military guys and it's like it was great because y'all we just understood each other the you know island like you understood misfit toys. toys yes the island of misfit toys like we Got I it. mean we had John we had a bunch of other people that just were there and it's like we had different backgrounds army air force marines yep. whatever and especially when we first opened that place too we had so many people there that were all military and it was great you know cuz we all just like had our and it was, you could just rib each other and just like, you know, like uh, um, our good buddy, uh, Jose, you know, when he started working there, I was sitting there joking with this one kid, uh, one guy that works there. And we were talking and you could tell like Jose was wanting to get in on it. And Jose was he was a, a fire control technician on submarines. So the guys wow. on subs are a little bit, you know, I understand that the guys on subs are a little bit like you got it's, it takes a special kind of person to do that. Like mentally, I have a special kind of mindset and whatnot. So Jose's sitting here and uh, 
uh, this guy, uh, Jacob, and I were sitting there joking, and Jose was like, hey, we should play this game on the submarine. I'm like, like what, hide the torpedo? And he just goes, oh. <laughs> it's just like, you could make that kind of joke, and nobody got hurt. He's just like, he's like, shut up, fucker. <laughs> he's just, <laughs> just giving each other a bunch of shit, and it's great, you know? It's just funny. But, I mean, my second job, I was a department head. And all the people that most of them, the majority of people that worked for me were guys that were military. I had a, a guy that ended up, uh, he was an army ranger, another guy that was a mar- Marine infantryman. He also did security forces, um, which was a pretty cool gig. Another guy was a Marine engineer, uh, had one guy who started off as a ordnance loader for aircraft in the air force, then ended up switching over to become a, a security forces. Like you, you just got each other, you know, you could have, four different people you could have an army guy from fort riley kansas you could have a navy person from out in honolulu you could have a marine from lejeune and you could have an airman who's stationed diego garcia they're gonna have four completely different jobs for completely different experiences but enough of that common stuff there is enough that you understand each other and it's like there's a lot to be said for that, you know? It's like there like, is it's an excellent cohesion. work ethic. Yes. You know? And and it flows, it's disciplined, and it works. And especially and for a folks because this is about to die. One second. <laughs> Just gotta get a plug. We got this is how we do it, folks. We do it live, man. We do it live, baby. Yep, absolutely. Oh, oh, oh sorry. Ooh, while we're absolutely while Is that still <laughs> enough light? Yes. I had to yes. turn off the light to charge the bat. Oh, it's still fine. not. Okay, we'll try. It's fine. It okay. works. So, okay. So, kind of moving on, going ahead. Um, so, kind of getting the last um, portion of it, the reflective portion of the, the questions yes. that we sent you. What do you miss from the military? I felt that no matter where I went... I was taken care of. Okay. Yeah. You know, like there was a hospital. I had my money. I had my place to live. Like all the bases were covered. I didn't have to worry about it. Right. Yeah. I missed that. The structure. Um, right. And the yeah. fact that everybody knew what they were supposed to do and everybody had to do it the same. And everybody and it got was okay. trained to the same standard. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah. I, okay. I missed that. Um, I miss seeing new things. Okay. I mean, I did have one duty station, but you have to remember, I also had leave. So I got to go wherever I wanted to go on my leave. And it was nice, you know, being 20 years old, 21 years old, I had money in my pocket. I wanted to fly somewhere. I went, you know, I just missed that. Yeah. Okay. So the next question I have is, would you do it all over again? Absolutely. And I would okay. stay in longer. Okay, I would so that, retire. That... I would have been retired, 20 years retired by now. Yeah. that's That was my next question. So would you change anything? You'd stay in longer and yep. do, do a full stint. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So the last... And at that point, because of the way my mind frame was at 18 to now and the things that I've learned... I wouldn't, the fear of dying, I, I took the tape test. 
to become a cop. Mm -hmm. I passed it. But at that time, they wanted to give me $10 an hour. And I got offered 15 somewhere else. If not, I would have been a police officer. Yeah. So. You would have been. You know, the I, had, I had my daughter. You would have been the funniest damn cop. I swear. <laughs> I'd have been in handcuffs. I'd have done something stupid. Been in the backseat of handcuffs going, you know what? I fucked up, but she's funny as hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you Straight haven't up. seen me upset, honey. You haven't seen me upset. Oh, yeah. That would have been good. <laughs> okay, so last question around this whole thing out, kind of bring it back full circle. Okay. So what wisdom or advice would you have for – and this is a two-part question. Okay, I'm going to try yeah. to throw a curveball here. What wisdom or advice would you have for people that are wanting to go into the service nowadays? I'll, I'll, I'll ask that first, let you answer it, and then I'll do the second part. So what, what wisdom or advice would you have for people wanting to go into the future, go into the service in the future? Because the world is so fast-paced. Jeopardy theme here. I'm just kidding. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. Because the world is so fast-paced, I almost think that it should be mandatory mm. to serve. So kind of like how some European countries do it where you have to serve either the government or the military for a couple of years? Or regardless. some mm -hmm. Middle East states, i.g. Israel. <clears throat> Yeah. Because think about it. We have social media now. Yeah. We have all these different types of video games where these kids go into this world and they lose track of being realistic. Everything is fantasy. Like my yeah. son, he drove the truck. He drove uh, the truck the other day and he hasn't got his license. He's going to get his license on Friday. And he stopped short and me and my daughter, we are asleep because we're tired. He's driving. Why not? He's going to get his license soon. I should trust that he could get us home. He was so stressed out. He goes, I'm just going to get a chauffeur. I'm sorry, what? You have to get a job? <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't even want to work at McDonald's because you're worried about the grease and, and getting acne. Like their, their concept of reality is warped. They need yeah. to be smacked into reality. So I think that they should serve at least two years. Yeah. So they could change their perspective and understand this is the world we live in and you need to be prepared because high school's not doing it. I don't care yeah. what yeah. course they offer, home ec or whatever, it doesn't cut it. These kids are thrown out there and they have no clue. Okay, so I'm gonna before I get to the second part, you just I'm gonna do a, a follow on to that. So what would you say to that? Because you have folks nowadays like we we've had this conversation, Alamo and I have had this yep. conversation where you have people that are in the military that don't want to be there. And they say they're like, they have that expression. False motivation is better than no motivation at all. Yeah. And like, I think I consider that to be something that's a very dangerous assumption. Cause like, if a person doesn't want to be there, namaste. The fuck the over, fuck there. over there. Seriously. Like, yeah. I don't need, I don't need you around. <laughs> so what would you say to that? You know, for the folks that you, for two years, I mean, I mean, cause let's face it. There, there was, <clears throat> I'm reminded of something that happened. That's, that's happened quite a few times that they actually wrote a story. I forget where I read the story, but it was talking about um, service members that were going and commissioning into the Air Force to be nurses. So they go in and like either it's a th it's probably like a three-year contract. So for the first two years, 
you're not only getting, you know, training and getting accustomed to military culture and life and being an officer, you know, you're a butter bar, but still you're an officer, but you're learning how to be a nurse. And then that third year you have these people that are just like, have no concept. Like they're doing everything they can to get burned out or not burned out, but just to get, to get, you know, recycled out because they're sitting there, you know, mouthing off to, superior commissioned officers saying, well, I'm not really going to do it like that. And they're just like, and they're doing it because they've got 90 plus thousand dollars signing bonus in their hand or however much it was. That's probably not even close to right, but I'm just giving an example. They've got X amount of dollars in their hand, burning a hole in their pocket. They've got a nursing degree and they did it in kind of a way that's a little bit shifty, you know? Yeah. So that's, that would be my only, I agree with you. You know, having that dose of reality is crucial nowadays, especially oh, yeah. in this day and age. But at I mean, the same Facebook, time, Instagram, I mean, come on. Yeah. <clears throat> but then you go and do something like that, and it's just like, that's a little bit sketchy. So, well, They're expressing that they don't want to be there, right? They're expressing, yeah. what is this doing for me? But subconsciously, it did what it needed to do. To me. Right. And yeah. I just, and it I also think that's just a sign of the they're times. They're not going to realize, they're not going to realize that it's, it's almost like when you drive a car, you don't have to look at the road the whole time. You can look around and I don't think they realize how much of, of effect that it gave them, even though they didn't want to be there, it still molded them some kind of way that's better than not being in. Okay. Yeah. That's how I feel. Fair enough. Okay, yeah. So I can, I can see that point. So on to my on to my second part of that question. So what wisdom slash advice would you go back and give to yourself, to a younger version of yourself before you joined the military? I would tell myself that you have no so idea. Good. You have no idea, and it's not because of how old you are, but you have no idea how much the world is going to evolve, how fast it's going to evolve. That whatever you know now is nothing compared to what you need to know. And to take it very seriously, because this is going to help you with every single decision you make from here on out. Making this one big decision to join the military is going to help every single decision you make, every every way that you look at the world, every way that you look at the next person next to you, take it seriously and learn from it. Mm. That's what I would tell myself. And yeah, and I kind of think too that it just seems like most military folks, you know, just seem like they're, like you said earlier, how they just have that more sense of, I forget exactly how you worded it, but they just have a, a bigger sense of like what's going on, especially like mm -hmm. world of like world affairs and stuff. Not yeah. that we're experts on everything, but it just yeah, like of there's just more have more broad scope kind of like, hey, this is what's going on in the world right now. And other people are like, what? Like, mm -hmm. like honestly, I, that's dude. That's how I felt when I went to college. <laughs> oh yeah, I went to college, and you know. It's not, it's not that I couldn't learn the material. I know I could have learned the material. I, I, I couldn't deal with the type of crowd I was yes. learning with. 
And like, that, that, thank they, you, bro. That's there was what no scares me for that for them. There was no like, as she stated, there was no grip on reality. Like, and 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 in my mind, I'm th- I'm like, these kids are complaining about oh, I'm just so like, uh, I just don't want to deal with whatever the hell the issue was, and I'm like. I mean, hell, you go into colleges and they I have these designated had, safe places now like, yeah, where they can just I, go in I, there and, and I'm th- the exactly yeah. And, stuff and I'm like, thinking to okay. myself, like, dude, yeah. I just came from a war zone where I lost like fucking six fucking seven people. Like, what are you, what are you talking huh? about? You're complaining like, they because they put bacon bits on your sandwich and you're a vegan. Yeah, but it it made zero sense to me, and, and like. The, the the difference in the way they carried themselves and the, the, their their perspective of the world was just it, it didn't drastically different drastically different it felt yeah. like they were living in some other reality compared to what i was and i just i, I couldn't wrap my head around it i just couldn't mm-hmm. i'm not saying i want and it has nothing to do with maturity level no. It doesn't. It's just an understanding that this little space that you stay in with your social that's, media that's, and that's kind of that what it is. It's, it's blinders. a bigger picture, yeah. right? You're like a horse with blinders on. So something else I wanted to add, just to kind of to kind of wrap this whole thing up. You were talking about like mentality of people nowadays. So um, a friend of mine, and I don't want to say who because you know I'm trying to respect people and their privacy. A friend of mine just had. Uh, one of their children go to basic and they were saying how basic is just so different nowadays because of all the COVID protocols and whatnot. And they're not like, plus like in the army, I don't know if you knew this, Melissa, but like in the army, they're not even like having you do a physical fitness test for record while you're in boot camp right now, which I'm just like, what we did one every Uh damn week. Like straight up, uh, Cynthia uh-huh. says that was oh, good yeah. advice. By the way, so good job. There. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> so this person, um, she, the the, they were saying that they got injured, so they had to, they were on a little bit of a med hold, okay, and um, from there, this the the trainee went to airborne school, so they started off at a non combat arms branch basic training. They went yeah. to airborne school and like you have all these black hats just up in your shit yelling at you all the time. And they were just like, whoa. Uh, huh? like, and it was just it was a little bit of culture shock. And, you know, this friend was telling their kid, it's just like, that's how it was when I was. In I was there all of those years ago. Like He's like, I didn't go to airborne school, but like that's that's the army that I know. Yeah. So it's and it's kind of good. And you know, the, the, their their kid was like, you know, it's not bad because you know I'm able to go back and I've got people that can kind of help me out because they kind of had to get recycled for something. I think there was like a slight injury or something in airborne school, but just also just getting in that mentality of like you're gonna get your freaking head chewed off. You're gonna get your, as they used to say, you're gonna get your shit pushed in, but you're gonna get yelled at, and it's like. That's good. You know, like have yeah. that kind of mentality. Like when when Jose was, you know, it saying teaches he, you to deal with stress. Yeah, absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. That's and have an understanding that what they think is is stressful or what they think is hard is it's not. 
You have no idea. <laughs> yeah. You don't yeah. know what's difficult. Yeah. Right, because we're coddled. Everyone's coddled. Everyone yeah. wants to give their children what they didn't have. That's the biggest injustice you can do. Because yeah. then they're not they don't know how to fend for themselves. Oh yeah. I don't I don't yeah. I, I give zero fucks about that. I'm like, listen, you're gonna get you not you're gonna you're gonna spend more of your life not getting what you want than what than getting what, what you, you want. You, exactly right now. Exactly. Uh-huh. It has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but I'm like, nobody knew me before I put on the mask. I don't know why I just thought of that, but it just seemed like it was a good thing to say right oh then there. So I was born in the darkness. Molded by and then, it. See, and this is what he does. Like I do something that he's got to one up me because he's the master of all. I know. So I'm like, Dude, I wasn't even trying to talk about it. See, I'm doing it again. I'm doing the head Jesus. bobby stuff. I'm like a bobblehead. I know, but so, honey, you got a little bit more. I don't think my neck works fluid. like that. I, I'm just. Well, I, I sound like a rotisserie chicken getting pulled apart at Sunday dinner. It's <laughs> terrible. It's like you <laughs> gotta get fluid and then you gotta do the duck lips. <laughs> Oh, oh my god! Like I said, this is gonna be a good one for sure. That's so. your friend, okay? That's your friend. Mm. I claim him. It's all good. My, <laughs> okay. My mom, my mom calls him the Latin lad I never had. So hey, it's all good. Aww. <laughs> that is so cute. Uh, it's best. So, well, Melissa. Thank you so much for taking the time to join yes. to join our show on a Friday. Yeah, I had evening. a lot of fun. I did. I, I was, was nervous. It, what, was it, it wasn't as, as scary as it was. It wasn't as scary as you thought it was. And you're I not even like the one, one that had kids. technical issues. He's the one that had <laughs> it. He's like lightning strike. <laughs> yeah. Thanks to my techie gamer son who has yeah. like the best state of the art crap, I guess. I don't know. Oh, yeah. You but were just personally thanked, Melissa. There you go. Yeah, Cynthia said thank you. Thank you, Cynthia. Our fans are awesome. It's like our fans, followers, <laughs> the members of the Bro Legion. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. All yeah, right, guys. Well, thank you so much for having me. It was a great Absolutely. time. And, you know, if you want to ever have me back on to talk about uh, anything yeah. else. Oh, dude, we should get a bunch of the vets involved and just talk about current events. Yes, and we'll have them all like on like a big Zoom call, like like ten freaking yes. people, and all vets, and just be, what do you think yes. about this? And we'll just have like an open forum to ask questions. Fucking dope. You know dude. what? I yeah. think I think it would be better on Streamyard than on Zoom because it's a whole yard. Well, so right. This is- you can have all the people there. <laughs> just saying. I walked right into that, and shit. I could bring my milkshake. Just lo- douche. <laughs> My all the voice. <laughs> I had to say something. <laughs> oh shit! Well, I got all nothing right, else well. to add to that because yeah, that's, yep. that would just be taken away from that, that gym right there. So, Melissa, thank you so much. We appreciate it, love. Thank and, you. Um, thank you so we'll much for having you me. Here in a, absolutely, we'll talk to you here in a little bit. Okay, we're gonna wrap okay. up the show. And, Sounds uh, good. All righty. Yeah, that was a good Yar. one. That is that definitely was a, a good fantastically one. good one. So <laughs> that was so much better. Than I, I knew it was going to be good, but that was like righteously good, man. <laughs> Righteous. You get a couple of people from New York sitting there bullshitting about stuff. It's like, oh, yeah. Night, Cynthia. Good night, sis. <laughs> so, yeah, let's wrap this on bitch up. So, let's anyway, do it, Mike. So, like we told you at the beginning of the show, um, we started this as a passion project to bring honor to our friend John, who um, 
unfortunately chose to solve a temporary problem with a permanent solution. And that is something that we have definitely picked up and kind of taken as, um, taken up as a cause and something that we fight against every single day. It's part of the reason why we do this. And we tell these stories so that we can have other people understand that you're not alone. You did, you're not the only one that went through this. Like yeah. Cynthia went through stuff or I'm sorry. Wow. Melissa went through stuff just like we went through stuff. And even though we were in two different eras, you know, she was uh, post desert storm. We were nine 11, you know, G watt type guys. Yeah. So you can rely on those experiences and bring you closer and whatnot. So in the event, you know, that you are having trouble keeping your head above water, um, we came up with the Battle Bros Code. So very easy to remember. Battle Bros Code, though. Oh, you're not ready for it. There it is. Hey, there it is. Hey. So the Battle Bros Code is basically just something you can remember to help keep your keep your head on, keep you focused on the on the mission and whatnot. So We'll go over those right now, like we always do. So B, be tenacious. Tenacity is one of those skills and attributes in people that is a unique little gem. It's like a diamond in the rough. And when you see tenacity, you're just like, fuck yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I like this kind of stuff. You know, whether it's being a parent, whether it's like Melissa, being a corpsman in the Navy, you know, going there and doing the best job you can do, being a section leader, being the best service member you can be, being a parent, being a friend or a coworker or whatever the case may be. Do it to the fullest of your ability. Be tenacious. Don't sit there. Oh, what was the um, – I saw a, a buddy of mine sent me a meme earlier this week that was just perfect. It was Ron Swanson, and it said, don't half-ass two things whole ass one thing and it just stuck dude i was just like that's fucking perfect i gotta say that <laughs> whole ass one thing from ron swanson so yeah, yeah, yeah. tenacity whole ass one thing yep <laughs> so good Art. isn't that the guy that when he speaks like he's like he's very like yes know, he speaks like this yes <laughs> the, the, the actor's that's name is the actor's name is nick offerman Yes, Nick Hofferman. Okay, that's Nick, why. Nick okay, that's why. Okay. He's like he's like a studly dude. Like he has like a wood shop and like he makes furniture for people. Like he's kind of awesome, you know. Yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, good stuff. Um, R refuses to refuse to refuse to refuse I'm Mac and I have mush mouth. Mush mouth Mac. I'm just gonna put that for my label next week. Mush mouth Mac. <laughs> Ah, this is my not R refuse to surrender. Um, no matter what happens, there's going to be times where things aren't going your way. Things are not happening as you want them to happen. Okay, don't give up. Don't quit. Refuse to surrender. Um, that can take a lot of different forms. Whether it's just you know being persistent, being tenacious. Hey, I think we just talked about that. Holy shit! So just remember that. Don't don't give up. Things things will happen. Just Stay the road. I mean, Melissa, like like she just said, she just went and got her AA, and she's in her late 30s. She looks a lot younger. But, um, uh, you know, there's no timeline. People say, oh, you have to be married by such and such age. You have to be home on it. Shut up. Like, that's crap. Yeah. Do it on your own schedule. Refuse to surrender. Do it when it's good for you. Okay? Oh. Muhammad Jihad. But oh. <laughs> You you I you can't say that and not expect me to answer that, dude. <laughs> we didn't even plan that. That was amazing. Oh, obliterate your obstacles. Like I just mentioned, you know, there's going to be things that happen 
that get in your way, that slow you down, that stop you from making any progress. That's fine. You're standing in front of a wall. Sometimes you have to climb the wall, flip over the wall and go down the other side. Sometimes you have to go around it. Sometimes you have to dig under it. Sometimes you got to take some C4 Bangalore's deck cord and blow that shit to smithereens. That's fine. Do what you got to do. As long as you're making progress and continuing on to hit the objective, the OBJ, the X, whatever the case may be. Okay. So obliterate your obstacles. Last and most importantly, S. Seek out a time. Seek out a friend in time of need. I'm I'm exhausted, dude. It's been a long day. That's why I'm like fucking up my words here. <laughs> I'm learning English for the first time. You uh, seek don't out a know friend. how to speak English. That's your no. problem. Did I mention my name with Mouth Mac? Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> seek out a friend in time of need. As we mentioned, you know, all the time, um, our friend John. Um, one, I wish that I, and I'd probably speak for, you know, Alamo over here. You know, we wish we could have reached out to him and just see how he's yeah. doing, check in on, on him because he was he was a friend. He yeah. was a guy that, you know, we didn't get to work with him too long, but the times that we had with him were just fucking awesome. joyous. They were great. Just- and, it, and, it, and it sucks, too, because uh, I, I, I mentioned this, I think, uh, probably episode one that, you know, I had only spoke, I had just spoken to him, I think, two months prior to us finding the, out about what happened. Yeah. Literally just two months. And like, you know, him and I just kind of threw Facebook messages back and forth. And I, I didn't even know the disposition that he was yeah. in at the time. So, I mean, I, and, and that, and it's, it's a lot, it's, there's a lot to be said for that. You, know, you just like, you see somebody you talk to on Facebook once a year. It's like, oh, hey, happy birthday, happy new year, happy, Merry Christmas. I'm guilty of that myself. Like, that's the reason I bring that up, you know? Yeah. But I also wish he would have, you know, taken the time to reach out to somebody because, yeah, you know, that's that's important. Humans are social creatures. We're not meant to go solo. That's why people get so messed up when they're in solitary confinement in prison or in, you know, POW camp. And they just get their mind just starts to go a little bit wonky. So yeah. we need that human interaction. And that should be kind of important for everybody, you know? Of course. So, in the event that there's something going on in your life and you know, you need to reach out to somebody, call your, call your friends, call your people, your coworkers, you know, somebody that you can trust. Don't just call anybody, you know, call somebody that you are close to call somebody you can trust. Phone it in, phone it in, you know, whatever you gotta do, send a freaking carrier pigeon or, or maybe even send a message via a European swallow. Anyway, Monty Python reference, Monty Python reference, but all joking aside, you know, there, there are options out there. Call your service members, call your friends, call your family, somebody you can trust, somebody you can call. I can call this guy right here night and day anytime I need to. And, you know, and there's been times that I have, you know, it's just not right. Something's off. I feel like crying. Yeah. Whatever the case may be, man, it happens. Okay. And don't, don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Oh, men don't cry. Bullshit. I've spent a lot of time crying. All right. Um, gonna fucking man up tell you yep. I cry. i've cried a lot before yep. depends on what's going on okay mm-hmm. especially when i stub my pinky toe on the table okay i'm being serious i'm sorry my bad Bitch. pretty much so in the event you don't have anybody to call there are resources out there one of them is the national suicide prevention hotline Bada bing. okay that is open 24 hours a day seven days a week the telephone number is 1-800-273-8255 again that's one 800 273 
8255. There's also another resource that I recently just found out about earlier this week. Um, it's stopsoldiersuicide.org, and I think it's slash uh, get help. Um, that, that, I'll, uh, add that to, I'll add that to the mix. That thing that Brent has been doing, the, the 100 miles for uh, to stop suicide, he's been running five miles a day for like, several times and his, his wife's been doing it too Haley that's how I, I heard about it was she was advertising that on, the, on her social her Facebook page and whatnot yeah um, but yeah we'll, we'll definitely add that you know that's another resource that we could definitely use so we'll get that going next week but I think I actually might start that myself then if that's the case do a couple miles yeah you have to do like 100 miles in a month I'm like I rucked five miles I could ruck five miles mm-hmm. a couple times a week I'm not running I'm not a runner mm. <sighs> no sir Anyway, so yeah, like we said. Oh wait, I'm sorry. As I was saying, I digress. Shut your face. No. I love you, but I hate you. Or I love you. So, so just remember, folks, you're not alone. Don't ever no. think that you're alone. I mean. There was I just saw on the news last night that there was a guy down here in, in in Tampa, I think like Riverview area or something. You know, he it ended up being like a, a murder suicide. He shot his wife and he shot his stepdaughter who was in a hospital bed in his home and then he turned the gun on himself. And he actually called the nine one one dispatcher and said, There's no help for me, so don't worry about showing up here. And it was just it's tragic that people think like that, that there's Yeah that there's no there's no relief or there's no help i mean it might not be immediate it might you might not have instant gratification or anything but just know that like hey there's options out there you never know so i'm gonna turn it over to you man and let you uh plug all the social media stuff so if you guys want to contact us on the social media or if you'd like to go ahead and find our channel, if you want to go ahead and find our channel, aka follow slash like or otherwise, uh, you can find us first things first over on the Facebook over at www.facebook.com slash battlebros.podcast. You can also find us on the Insta at battlebros underscore podcast. Um, you can also contact us on the WhatsApp via the Facebook app. All you got to do is click that little WhatsApp link right there in, in our on our page. You can actually send us a message or leave us a voice message. However, you prefer to go ahead and contact us on that on on, uh, on that message board. And I promise you, within at least twenty four hours, we will get back to you. We try to get back to every message that we want. Every, every message that we get. I was actually looking at the analytics last night when I was remember when we were talking. I was looking at the page and I was like, it actually says that we actually do pretty good at that. I'm like, all right, let's keep that up. Hell yeah. Um, also, you can catch us on the audio platforms. You can catch us over there on the Anchor. Um, you can also catch us over there on the Spotify. Uh, we, as per the usual, always recommend you both share, follow, and subscribe, depending on where you're at, meaning the YouTube, um, and uh, try and do or as best. homeboy here says, the yub tub. The yub tub. I actually wasn't going to say it tonight, but thank you. Um, the, <laughs> um, but for the drink, dude. Just because the <laughs> because the YouTube algorithm has changed. Please, 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 please make sure you share 
that content, that beautiful, beautiful, beautiful content that we make for you. Because right now, the like button and the follow button. I mean, button are you looking at this guy? Anything. He's a he's a beautiful fucking man. People like, come on. Of course, so, he's beautiful. It's like, <laughs> you got all this um, going on. Like, yeah. Uh, also, if I'm, you want to, I'm just us, all personality. So whatever. <laughs> also, if you want to go ahead and show, if you also want to go ahead and uh, find us on the Rumble, you can go ahead to Rumble.com where every single video that we do here will be automatically uploaded straight to the Rumble. And uh, what the hell is Rumble? I've never heard of that before. Is that it's new? a YouTube competitor? Um, and uh, oh. if we get enough, if we start getting enough views on it, well, they actually will pay us per view. Um, uh, unlike how YubTub works. Um, so yeah. Um, also, Bastards. yeah. So, uh, but if you want to catch us on the other audio platforms, obviously, like I said, we have Anchor, we have Spotify, but now we also have the newly. And must I say, probably more easier to find if you have an Alexa, uh, Amazon. Uh, you can find uh, us on Amazon. You can find us on Google. You can also find us on Pocket Cast uh, and Stitcher. Um, I, I, that, if somebody does that, just be like, Alexa, make me a sandwich and play Battle Bros podcast. I would love to see that video. because Yes. Would, that would be the yes. coolest thing ever, dude. I would be yes. like, I would be like, <laughs> Mr. Alamo. We have arrived. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, also, if you guys want to throw a dollar in that proverbial dip. To make that, us holla. In, yeah. In that proverbial <laughs> tip jar, you can go over to Anchor. You can support us over on the Anchor app. All you have to do is when you click on our channel, you can go ahead down to the little support button. Click that button and donate whatever you feel like anything from a dollar to five dollars or customize your donation you don't have to because the sharing is caring and we definitely like that because that gets the word out there which is more if we if us. we ever come up with like you know we talked about it before alma if we ever come up with like uh you know you donate x amount of money like a, a tier system like one dollar we give you holla on show <laughs> that would be amazing because all the military guys would be like, I get it. Yeah. And then awesome. every single time we get a donation, for example, if somebody donates to the channel while we're live, yeah. it, it comes. Hold the phone. We got no, a no, donation. No, 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 no. Here. Here we go. I'm going to record myself going, Dala make you hala. And it every single time we get a donation, <laughs> that's what plays. It's just automatic. <laughs> that's great. That's awesome. <laughs> now listen, let, let me just kind of add on to this real quick and double tap this point. We're not yeah. trying to say that you know we're not trying to grub for money because no. that's just not who we are. We try no, to stay, we try to stay, you know, humble to our origins and how we got started and, and what our message is about. If you would be so gracious to do that, we would be incredibly gracious, uh, thankful for it, and um, appreciative. Um, it is not a requirement, but again, that's up to you. Um, absolutely but the first person that does it will definitely get a shout out from you damn right they will so. <clears throat> the last thing that i want to add to before we close out um just remember like like we said like share subscribe the most important part of that is share um yes. you may not need to hear what we're talking about you may just think this is a, a show that we talk about some serious shit on a friday night and we have yeah. a good time doing it and you know that we get to this is this has been like my my best friend of a long time, and we get here and we get on here. One years, twenty one years, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah, 
21 years where we've been knowing each other and we get on here we talk about some serious stuff but we have a good Hamming time it up, baby. Hamming it up but we can you know bring break that stigma of talking about this stuff that has been a little bit stigmatized and yeah, bring this exactly. to more people's attention so you never know that you could start a chain reaction you could share it with somebody who could share it with somebody who could share it with somebody to somebody who's thinking about harming themselves that actually may stop them from going yeah. down that path and if we can save one person not even the 22 a day that you know military veterans that take their lives every day but if we can stop one person then you know what that means that that's awesome that means we need the to world keep to us man that absolutely means the world Cause to us because we're achieving our job and you know we can never get john back and we're thankful no. that we got to spend the time with him that we did but if we could stop somebody else from going down that route and having to go through what we went through with that you know that's that's important to us so that's a yeah. task that we will definitely shoulder the burden on and just drive on and keep on with it so yeah well now that i got a little bit soapbox preachy for a minute um Thank you again to Melissa for being on our show. That interview was fantastic. It was great. Um, I'm I'm really enjoying doing these these VIP segments. They're fantastic. Yeah. And you just you just get to know somebody in a short amount of time. You're just like, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's great. So again, thank you for uh, uh, accepting our invitation to be on the show. We greatly appreciate it. That was a wonderful experience. Um, love to hear the story, especially you know what I really enjoyed is just hearing the female perspective. Of boot yeah. camp and like and i know it's a little bit funny at times we kind of got ribbed a little bit you know your sister was giving a shit and Mel was just like, you guys don't know you guys don't no. know about that kind no. of stuff you don't know her head wasn't bobbing that much but um but not only that just from the perspective of a female but just in a different era you know she was yeah. she was post desert storm we were post 9 11 that's a yeah that's a big difference you know there's five yeah, there's six years gap, different man. there's a gap so but um you and uh, you and the little lady are uh, doing something next week. Oh yes, right, yeah. Um, next week is our tenth anniversary. So, um, yeah. Hey man, that's so, a big accomplishment. Yeah, so. it is. Um, so we're gonna be celebrating that. So, uh, we're we're probably just going to take a one take, take the week hiatus yeah. you know um just to kind of hang hang out and you know chill and whatnot because um, let's face it like putting on a show every week it, it, it can be a little bit of a workload you know and bit. it's it, it's one that we don't mind doing but it's no, just, it's it's a commitment not at all it really is i, I love this more I, I love this more than my primary job so <laughs> <laughs> so, so <laughs> true fucking story Boom. Um, so yeah, um, you know it, it's you know, this really is all a labor of love, man. So I, I just you know. But, that being said, yeah, the labor of love. You know, the labor of love you have with your wife. I mean, that's kind of a big deal. So ten years, damn right. Congratulations, you and and Tish. That's a, yes. that's a big accomplishment. You know, you don't see that a lot of days nowadays. Yeah. A lot nowadays. So, uh, yeah, we're gonna take a week off, and um, you know, we'll have some. We'll probably have some social media influence, and I'm going to try my oh, yeah. hand at it. So I'm going to be doing some posting and stuff on our Facebook page. So if there's anything really goofy, yeah, I did it. It's okay. So um, <laughs> until we see you folks, it'll probably be about two weeks or so. So whatever yeah. that day is, um, it won't be. This, it won't be long. We'll be back on yeah. the following week. Yeah, take a week off, and then we're on after that. So we'll see you guys two night, two weeks from now. But um, thank you again for joining us for the folks for your first time. Thanks for stopping by. 
for the folks that have uh, come back and watched again. Thanks for coming back and, and hanging with us. We appreciate you. We love you guys. Um, Damn right. This is this is this is something that you know is very important to us so yeah. we appreciate everybody that takes the time to to watch a video or just even a clip of it and share it along so um until we see you until we meet again um this has been the battle bros podcast with mac and alamo uh thank you so much for joining us on our usual time we will not be here next week so that this guy can take his wife out and spoil her the way she deserves to be spoiled and uh yeah, we'll right. be back after that we don't know what it's going to be yet but you know what that's kind of the fun of it, not knowing where it's going to be. So mm -hmm. um, until then, we will see you soon. And thank you for stopping by. We love you. And uh, take it easy and look out for one another. Battle Bros. Out.